Hello, hello. Welcome to the Sacred and Rooted podcast. My name is Lisa Nickel and I'm your host. Now, this is one part of a multi-part series called The Happiness Habit. And so if you enjoy this episode, I would encourage you to listen to all of them. And I think, I don't know, I'm not sure exactly, but I think we're around 10, give or take. And each one is just a little bit of a different nugget on a way that you can tweak your life or, you know, consider or ponder your life and how, you know, how satisfying it is in that aspect or not. And maybe I'm sure that probably a lot of your life is pretty, you know, like you're feeling pretty good about it. Um, But as you listen to the, the different episodes, you know, you can kind of check in with yourself and see where you're at with each topic and then use that information to tweak as you wish. So today I wanted to, I guess I'm bringing you, (laughs) uh, from Megan Waterston. She has a book, I can't remember what it is, but it's about Mary Magdalene and it's a gorgeous book. It's, uh, it's kind of, I don't know if you if you're kind of a, the Christian faith it's it's along and have any information you know any awareness of what's in the Bible her book on Mary Magdalene kind of brings out sections of the Bible or other historic works that have not been made public or you know not been um you know made available to the general public so it's a really beautiful read uh if you're looking for more feminine and female presence in you know the history of jesus or the history you know the information in the bible so i would encourage you to read it if you're if that kind of calls to you um she also has a card deck an oracle card deck called the mary magdalene oracle And so that is what I'm going to read to you in this episode. Before I started this episode, I pulled a card um, called the Rose, which I thought was really cool because my partner buys me flowers. Uh, He's sort of gotten into this nice habit, so hopefully he keeps it up (laughs) because I really like it. Um, But he'll buy me flowers when I arrive back home because I've been, um, you know, traveling a lot this year uh, with my mom and with work. And so anyways, I had just arrived back from uh, vacation. We were together for about half the vacation and then I went to PEI to visit with my family and he came back home. Um, to visit with other, some others of his family. Uh, so then, yeah, I guess it's been like three days since I arrived back. But yeah, so we, he had flowers um, waiting for me, lovely roses. And so, and roses are so, um, so cool. Like I love flowers anyways, but they're just so like, they feel so nice. They look so nice. They're just super special anyway so i pulled this card called the rose and it says everything comes from within i trust divine timing 
And so the I trust divine timing part of this card I thought was really appropriate for the podcast um, because for, I guess, maximum satisfaction, there has to be a part of us that trusts the timing of our lives and not, you know, obviously we have goals, we have ambition, um, but at the end of the day, we don't need to push harder to kind of make things happen all the time. Sometimes we do. And so I guess that's where aging comes into play and you get wiser at which times you need to kind of push something through and which times you just need to kind of, you know, ease off the gas and see where is this going? What's happening? Like, maybe it's not meant to be now. Maybe it's meant to be who knows when, um, but to trust and discern the difference. Uh, and so I'm just going to read you a little bit about this card, um, and you can take it in as you will. And if it calls to you, then that's wonderful. Um, so yeah, it's the Rose card in the Mary Magdalene Oracle by Megan Waterston or Waterson, sorry, Waterson. Wow, I think I've been saying that in my head wrong all this time. That's so funny. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one, but I definitely do that sometimes. All right, so the rose. I trust divine timing. So here's what she writes. So much of our lives, for so many of us, is focused on what happens outside of us, on what we do or produce. And what we produce or earn or accumulate is then linked to a sense of self-worth, a sense of purpose, and even a sense of status or importance in the world. What we have forgotten is the majesty of what cannot be seen or quantified. We have forgotten about cultivating a capacity to love and to be loved. We have forgotten that tending to the essence of who we are is our most important occupation. We have forgotten that the most powerful contribution we can ever offer is not actually something we can point to outside of us, sell, market, or frame, and put up on the wall for praise. The most powerful contribution we have to offer the world is the love we become. Many of us have a very clear idea of what external accomplishments we want to achieve by a certain point in life. And if we don't live up to those expectations, we judge that we have failed. But we cannot force or contrive the cultivation, the embodiment, and the rise of the soul. This form of soul work happens in kairos, which is the Greek word for the soul's timing or divine timing. Linear time is incredibly useful for an ego to function, which is essential, but linear time has nothing to do with the essence of who we are or what offering we can make of our lives. The rose, a symbol of the divine feminine, represents an inner surrender that cannot be timed according to the ego or any external circumstances. The rose is about remembering that we cannot force ourselves to ripen, 
We cannot will ourselves to be anyone else other than exactly who we are in this moment. If we can accept the beauty of where we are right now, we allow the ego to loosen its grip of linear time. If we remember that an entire universe is perpetually in the process of bloom from within the heart, we can be curious about what might be unfolding for us. We can trust our own divine timing. And so this has been a major lesson for me this year. Um, just, you know, I'm definitely somebody who has goals, has like ambitions and things I'd like to do, lots of things I'd like to do. Um, but through different demands or circumstances, I've, you know, spent some time looking after loved ones. I've spent some time cultivating my relationship. I've spent more time than usual doing that. And I have to say, it's very rewarding. It's very satisfying in a way that I didn't quite expect. Um, because I do, or I used to put, you know, a lot of importance on what did I accomplish this year and how far have I come or whatever. And we all get, you know, wrapped up in that. Or if we're not doing that, then we're thinking to ourselves, like, why am I so behind? And why, you know, why can so-and-so be so far ahead? And like, there's a constant comparison that we do with other people in our life, with other people in our social, you know, our social peers or whatever, we are constantly comparing ourselves to people. <laughs> and so to just kind of ease back on that and really love on yourself and to not, you know, be hard on yourself. If you think or your ego thinks that you should be somewhere that you aren't right now and to really just appreciate and, you know, in gratitude, basically, with where you are. Um, just, you are here, you've come from wherever you've come from, and that's great. That's perfect. Divine timing is perfect. And so, you know, maybe you needed to learn some more things. Maybe you needed to take a little side road and an extra loop or two, and to just, you know, garner more information or garner more experience or garner more wisdom and to really then, you know, step into your own or, or whatever. That's just, you know, some example off the top of my head. Uh, but to really, you know, get clear on not like, let's stop berating ourselves or let's stop being hard on ourselves and just, you know, when we bring our hearts to our day and, you know, we're doing the best we can, that that's trusting that that's good enough. Um, and then, you know, day by day, that adds up to a well-lived life. 
And so if you want to think of the rose as sort of your symbol for that to just remind you, all right, I need to get back out of this, you know, linear time and really day by day am I present in my life, I think is the main thing. And if you're present in your life, you're going to get where you need to get to. Um, There's just no way around it. Where, you know, and to make that kind of the new criteria, let's say, and to not use linear time and, you know, however old you are, like other, you know, I'm 44, so it's like other 44-year-olds are doing this and that and the other thing, and it's like, it's okay. <laughs> like everything else, everybody's different, everybody's here for different purpose, a different way of serving the world, and so there is nobody like you, and there's nobody here to do what you're here to do, and to be you, and to deliver your message or your gifts in a way that you only you can, and so that's it, and to just start to make that your baseline way of relating with yourself, and that'll save a lot of you know, a lot of mind bandwidth and just like crappy mindset. Cause I mean, if anyone, if you're like me, I mean, yeah, it's been a bit of an exercise, but I think I've gotten away from that for the most part. I mean, it's not perfect, but I spend a lot less time thinking about that in relation to other people. And it just frees up the mind further more interesting things and it actually frees up the mind to be just like more present not even with the mind but just literally embody your the now like you're just wherever you are is where you are you're not thinking about somebody else and how much cooler they are (laughs) or how like they have a bigger house or just you know they went on whatever trip wouldn't that be awesome and to just really just you know where are you, where do you want to go with your life, and to, as you walk towards that, just be present, and you'll find that opportunities come out of nowhere, there's surprises around every corner, and if you're present to them, you're available for them, and, but if you're looking behind you, or you're looking too far up in the sky, like, you're not going to see them, and it's, not quite it's it's a distraction so i hope that you can you know i invite you to take this episode as a reminder to just live in the now be as present as you possibly can and it's i mean it's a lifelong journey so (laughs) don't don't use that as something else to prevent yourself for because you just be as present as you can with that intention you will find that you you know you'll remember oh yeah okay I should just be here and then after that I'll think about the next thing like it doesn't need to be um constant planning and constant doing and I think that's the gift of this year for me has been that I've been taken out of my regular context so much for so many different, you know, whether it be through travel with work or travel for family reasons, that it's sort of like shaken all that loose. And 
really forced me to just be present with where I am because I can't, I'm, I can't even plan that far ahead to bother planning for anything. So it's just, it's really been interesting to um, really shake myself out of habits, out of the usual way things go, and to, and then to be there for people in ways that um, are more like for longer periods of time, for m more energetic amounts of time and space, and to really put aside other things because this, whatever I'm doing right now, is the most important thing because it's sort of like your soul just needs to do this um, over and above anything else that your mind might think that you need to do. And not that that hasn't been a struggle, but but it's true. There's some points in your life where you just know that you have to do something and even though there's a bunch of other stuff in your life that's going to get flipped upside down a bit like karmically or like energetically it just doesn't feel right not to do it so you just have to do it and you're gonna do it with presence and see how it goes and so yeah the Megan Water Waterson I should say I seriously have been saying Waterston I think forever in my mind. <laughs> I've never met her to say her name wrong in person, thankfully. <laughs> but yeah, the rose. I trust divine timing. And to just even play with that phrase, because I know sometimes I can see that I'm not trusting divine timing because I'm trying to, you know, manipulate divine timing. And that doesn't obviously work at all. Um, but just to notice it and then to be more aware of when you're doing it or not is even just the super first step, but all of it is to just be aware of when you're trying to contrive something over having it just be and surrendering like the rose and just letting your soul's evolution, um, be like it, it really doesn't need a lot of manhandling. It just needs you know a little sunshine a little water and it'll it'll grow all right so that is this episode thanks for listening um i really appreciate you tuning in and f definitely check out the other episodes if you enjoyed this one and yeah like share subscribe all that stuff so that the message and you know the good vibes can just spread all through the internet and we'll see where it all goes. All right, take care and have a beautiful day. See you next time.